KZMOHD presents Celebrate Culture and Community. I'm your host, Monique, and I'm so excited today for this music monument to local musicians. Uh, we're going to celebrate their artistry and also celebrate community. They've been nurtured in the community, perform around the community. But guess what? They're ready for the big stage. They are going to open up for Chaka Khan and Boys to Men at the Minnesota State Fair Grandstand on August the 27th. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for none above. So we're here at the Minnesota Grandstand with members of our Minnesota hometown musicians who have been called the next generation of the Minnesota sound by the current. And the legendary Terry Lewis, uh, he said a few things too. So tell us about, did you meet Terry Lewis? Yeah, we were at a Sounds of Blackness rehearsal, just a routine one, and uh, he walked in and just uh, you know, came to sit down and listen to us. Or listen to Sounds of Blackness. And yeah, he wasn't there for us. <laughs> and that day, uh, Gary asked us, Gary Hines has asked us to sing a little mashup that we did. And so he gave us a few words after he heard the mashup. Wow. And what, what, what were those words? I uh, said we had a lot of years of music ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> and so um, at Cosmo, we have a cultural sustainability promise that reads our work is for, for focus on cultural sustainability where music and art are essential to human survival and development. Mm -hmm. So you're all musicians. Yes. And this is a good time to introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. So tell us who you are. I'm Matty. I play keyboard and I sing background vocals. I'm Bennett. I play the guitar and sing background. Dang. I'm Bennett. Yo, Paul, let me What are you? What are you saying, big dog? Hey, yeah. uh, my name is Bennett. I play guitar and I sing background vocals. I'm Cadence. I'm the lead singer and I play bass guitar. And I'm Wisdom, and I'm the drummer and background vocalist. All right, Wisdom. Wisdom is keeping the beat, right? Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. All right, so none, none above was asked by the legendary Chaka Khan to open for her on August 27th, right here at the Minnesota State Fair Grandstand. Mm -hmm. So everybody needs to hear this story. So just tell us that story. Okay, so we actually, we have a video on our Instagram of like us meeting her and kind of how that happened. But we were at Paisley Park. So we were honored to be asked to play at Paisley Park, the celebration, like the seventh year um, of his passing. And um, we played a set. We had two sets, one in the morning and one at night. And Shaka was supposed to be there to, on a panel to talk. And her security guard like saw our set and filmed it um, and then showed it to her. And so he came up and was like, oh, Shaka loves y'all. Like she saw, she saw the video, she thinks it's amazing. Like she really wants to meet y'all. Um, and so we went down and watched her panel. After her panel, we got to meet her and she just gave us, you know, a lot of like inspiring words and um, a lot of words of wisdom. And she actually hugged us. We were like, we were free. We were like, oh my God, Shaka Khan. Um, and then a couple of days later, um, we heard that she was gonna be at the grandstand and we were like, we'd love to open. And she was like, make it happen. Whatever it takes, I want those kids to open. So that was awesome. That's amazing. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, so some of the things that come to mind is Chaka Khan, who is 
talking about sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Across time. Mm-hmm. And her hits are still rocking. Whether it's a club or gym or wherever you go. Chaka Khan comes on and everybody knows the music, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so a couple of things. What, do you have any favorite Chaka Khan songs? I'm every woman. I mean, I, I feel like... Yeah, I mean that's your song. That's my song, man. That's my song. Yeah, I, I'm every woman as well as like, um, ain't nobody. Period. Through the fire. Through the fire. Through the fire is good. Everyone loves that song. Maybe um probably any old Sunday, or or what you gonna do for me? Either one of those. Oh, what, what you gonna do, do for me? But yeah. I was like, any old Sunday will yeah. do. Like I love so that. Good. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. And uh, um. You're gonna watch a show, aren't you? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And don't forget, world. boys to men. No, not at all. Uh, I know. That was crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be a uh, just a fire night. So, so what inspired you to be musicians? Yeah, our inspiration behind becoming musicians and becoming a band together really started off with our parents. So they they always played music throughout in the house. We never there was never a day that it was quiet. And so I feel like from a young age, we were just surrounded by music. So I started vocal lessons at like four. Uh, my sister started around the same age. Started at three. Three. Uh, and from there, we just kept going. And the, the boys began at seven and nine years old. And our dad was the one who suggested to um, come together and play as a group. So we had recitals every other month. So we came together during a recital and played Jesus Take the Wheel. Yes. That was our first song we ever played. No, 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 it wasn't. It, it was, was Joy to the World. Joy to the World. At Christmas. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me, let they me. were both bad. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they either way, bad. either way, our dad was the one to kind of get us started in terms of coming together as a group. So for sure, our parents are a big inspiration. Yeah. Um, so I... Um, I just graduated in May from uh, the University of Minnesota. I have a degree in fashion design. So I love to make clothes. I love to style clothes. Um, I love art. I love drawing. I love colors. Um, so that's what I do. So I sew uh, and I play. Um, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I love to do. And I, I guess my fondest memory of school would probably be like graduation day because I absolutely hated school. I despised everything about it. Um, so leaving that day was amazing. Yeah. I am a junior at the University of Minnesota studying computer science and I have a lot of like hobbies that I do. I love to be like physical. Um, I skateboard, roller skate, uh, play basketball, play soccer. I just, I'm always like moving around. Um, and my favorite like school memory, let me think, uh, <laughs> there was not a lot. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, okay, so my favorite memories from school are those like late nights with friends where you're studying with your peers, like trying to pass the next test, and then you devise some like crazy strategy that you think you're gonna telepathically like connect with the person sitting next to you and like exchange answers. Um, but it never works, you know. And so, um, but you just spend all night like cramming to get that test in. Uh, those are probably the memories that I remember like most fondly. Yeah, I graduated last year from Concordia University in St. Paul. I got a Bachelor's of Science in Psychology and minored in Music and Ministry. And I love, I love talking to people. I love um, relationships. I plan to go on, hopefully at some point, to get a Master's in Marriage and Family Therapy, because I think 
you know, marriage is beautiful and families are amazing. And my fondest memory in school, I, uh, I mean, psych was tough, so I feel like <laughs> psych was tough. Um, so again, with the, I also enjoyed pulling all-nighters with my friends. Everyone in the psych like group, we would just, you know, head to people's dorms and just study all night, drink a bunch of energy drinks, and it was chaotic. But it was the time, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm an artist and an animator. Okay. Like that's other than music, that's mm -hmm. like my like the other part of me, just art and, and all that stuff. So I have like my own animated series on YouTube. It's called Bob's World, and we're all a part of it, not about just the music for the show. And Matty's mm -hmm. the head writer. Um, and we also like voice like the main characters, which is really funny to me. <laughs> um, and for me, I just graduated high school. So my kindest memories of school, which I also did not enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was probably like just hanging with friends and also like cramming for like tests and, and homework and sharing what we can like <laughs> get done together. Yeah. <laughs> how do we I'll pass this test? Where will this take you? So hmm. how will you stay grounded for sure. as a musician? and stay who you are. Like today we're singing and you're talking about this is the true you. So 10 years from now, right? Mm -hmm. You're a big star on the biggest stages and how do you stay here, mm. right? Fundamentally as, as, as just amazing human beings. I think, yeah. I think you just stay humble, you know, understand that, that we, are, we got there by being together um, and then understand that uh, to stay there, we need to, you know, continue to foster healthy, strong relationships with each other and the people around us. Facts. Yeah. And I, I think that, I mean, obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge psych person, so I feel like communication is key. I feel like without communi healthy communication, consistent communication, um, you might have some grievances, some disagreements with each other. We do. We're, si we're still siblings. We're a band, but we still argue. No, we fight daily. We fight daily. So we, we have to be very intentional with how we talk to each other, and so that's a big piece of foundation and grounding as well. Yeah. Fought on the way here. You know what yeah. I mean? We're going to find the way back. In the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the music you're playing. Yeah. I don't have the ox. Like it's, yeah. No, but I also think like remembering, like we got here together, but we also, there's loads of people like in this town, in this state that, you know, gave a lot to help us get Period. where we are. And so remembering those people and trying to do our best to make them proud and like honor their investment, along with our parents' investment mm -hmm. as well. For me personally, I find it like easing for me to just like to, to literally grab myself and just be like, okay, like in, in my current situation, what am I feeling at the moment? How do I feel personally? How I feel about others? Um, and that that really helps like my uh, how I work with things and how I do things. Yeah, and I feel like another piece of it is in terms of performance. Whenever I'm on stage, when I was younger, I used to get really really nervous, and now. <laughs> don't really as much um, but even when I if I do it's okay because I care and also I look around on stage and my family's there with me so it's not like I'm alone in this at all it is really grounding to know that wherever I am however big the stage family's there too Wis having a name wisdom right mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, here it comes here it comes a lot of yeah. burden with that right. isn't it I've heard yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so you know you're always you you're always got to be the voice of reason, <laughs> the voice of wisdom. Okay, so 
let's talk about economics because a lot of artists they make the wrong decisions mm -hmm. because they're always chasing the dollar chasing the money in the business and so being young artists being young musicians um, having great family support how will that drive your ambition have you had those conversations amongst each other yeah I think I think that's a like a multi-layered question Absolutely. but I think right now like in 2023 the biggest thing for like artistry is content and content doesn't need to cost a lot of money uh, the more creative you get the cheaper it gets right and so I think it's about like being creative and tying that into your sound, tying that into your music, your brand, your image, um, and creating something that is uh, entertaining, creating something that is like shocking and captivating while being low cost. Yeah. Yes. Is that we live in a capitalistic society. Absolutely, mm -hmm. right? yeah. Prince alone tore down the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. right? for artists, mm -hmm. owning your own masters. How does that drive your business plan? So economically, as a young artist, you need to make sure that you have enough to sustain your creativity because when you don't have like huge fame or huge income, you can run out of steam and like the engine that's pushing your, your brand. So in order to make smart business decisions, you need to be, you need to have something that's able to push you. The four of us right now own our entertainment company, Timber Inc., along with our parents, and that's our music, that's our cartoon, and that's our fashion. We own all of that. Um, and we have, you know, we run it like a business. We got business meetings every week to make sure that we're on the same page, make sure that we're moving in the right directions, and we take votes, like, you know, are we paying for this? Are we not paying for this? The budget's down. He's the treasurer. She's the scheduler. I can manage communication. She's PR. Like, it's a whole, we run it as a business so that we can make sure that we are sustainable. We talk about sustainability and still, you know, being an artist 10 years later, maybe you're not doing the same things, but you're still around and you're still relevant. I would say... In terms of sustainability, just another piece is every week we'll get together. Like Maddie said, we run it as a business, right? So we'll have weekly meetings, weekly band meetings, where we'll get together at the kitchen table and talk about, you know, what are the next steps in terms of um, finances that we need to, that are going on, um, what instruments we need to, you know, get, um, what shows are coming up, what kind of conversations are we having. So yeah, just that's all I would add to that, I would say. Long money. Period, yeah. Long money. <laughs> The, um, I read an article from a, an artist recently that said she stopped touring, hmm. right? And she said that at the end of the year, she said she pays attention to her financials. Mm -hmm. It was costing her more to tour hmm. than she was making. So... You do all of that work at the end, and just to be out there and touring, to look at your bottom line and go, I did all that work. <laughs> she said, and it wasn't just touring. You have to consider your obligations at home, your child care, your... It was, when she totaled all of that, she was in the negative. So she's like, I'm done with touring. Yeah. I'm gonna focus on my music production, distribution, merchandise, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, with that said, I've been looking at the, the whole touring and business model has to change to benefit artists because that was a trap for 
many bands, right? Mm -hmm. Because the record labels would keep track of every dime. And then at the end, that's not free money. you got to pay that back, right? Yep. So they would end up in the negative and owing the record labels. Mm -hmm. And so how do you, in terms of your business model and your tour model, what does that look like? So I think the purpose of touring was to spread the name, right? To spread uh, notoriety around the group. And so looking at that today, there are a lot more ways to effectively spread notoriety than touring. Um, touring is still like a huge way to like make money and get your name out there, get in front of people that haven't heard you. Um, but there's also like social media presence is huge today. And so our model is around town, we're gonna be performing, we're gonna be playing. If we get the occasional out of town gig, hopefully we can go do that. Um, but we need to be focused on how we can spread our name through ways other than tuning, so other than touring. So um, making engaging content through TikTok, Instagram, um, making interesting uh, graphics to put out uh, around town, just like sticking it up on poster boards. Um, all those things that like somebody sees you and makes a connection with the brand of like, wow, that's that band, let me check them out, um, are all great ways to get your name out there. Yeah, and I think the biggest key to that is like right now. Like right now, because there's no one, like there's no one pushing a huge finance, like hey, y'all are gonna get $50,000 every show you open on this tour. Like it doesn't make sense for us to try and tour because we would come out in the negative if we're doing it by ourselves. So like looking at your situation, it doesn't make sense right now. Later, you know, Absolutely. When you can make money by touring after your name has been spread around, sure. that's when you tour. How do you take care of yourself, your health? Because this is an industry that will chew you up, spit you out, and then when you're done, move on to the next person. So mental health, how do you take care of yourself? Yeah, I'm a huge, huge <laughs> advocate for mental health. I feel like, and the fact that it's being talked about so, um, it, it, being talked about at all is a beautiful thing as well. Um, I'm, I feel like everyone, well, I want to go on to be a, a counselor and a therapist, but I'm a firm believer that everyone could benefit from therapy, regardless of what you're going Even if you're having a great day, chat to someone about it, right? <laughs> um, so that's definitely an option, but just also meditating and um, knowing the things that you need to do throughout the day to keep you moving. So if you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I don't feel well. What do you need to do to make yourself feel good? You know, maybe I need to eat some breakfast, uh, I need to go on a jog, um, whatever it is that you know that you need for yourself, be intentional about that. I think that's really important. And also communicating those needs to your band members, to your <laughs> yeah. family, whoever is involved with you. Communicate, hey, y'all, today, not having a great day. Tell them that. You know, be open about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm also in therapy, and like, it, it helps like, tremendously, as well as like, just doing actions, like I said before, with like, grounding myself and just, like, just taking a moment to just breathe, as well as... like because like music is so tasking, just taking the time away that, that that's it's, like, necessary sure. and just doing things I enjoy doing um, is like the perfect thing for it. That's like the, that's the number one thing I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I would say like for me, my stress level extremely is extremely high. Uh, so like my <laughs> mental health is directly related to like my physical health. So I have chronic pain like in my fingers and hands. And so like playing keys and sewing and chronic pain, that's a recipe for disaster. So like I go to, you know, physical therapy. I have, you know, like we do talk therapy. But I have to make sure that like when I get up, I do what I need to do. Like I wear, you know, compression gloves or I go and get all my tools, like, you know, 
massage the hands out, go to your, go to your therapy appointments, soak your hands, like do all that. Like taking care of your body so that you can be stress free really helps my mental health. Facts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we're all going. I mean, um, not one girl is the same. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I don't get stressed about a lot of things um, when it comes to uh, like band decisions um, and direction we're going in. Uh, I can get heated, and in those moments, you know, I really need to um, just like realize that, like the big picture of what we're really trying to do, um, and then work together to 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 do the best thing that we can. Yeah, you know, um, for sure. Yeah, I would say that. Like taking the breaks when you need it. Yeah, taking breaks for when sure. you need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that like the music is is very like therapeutic. Uh, the music that you make, you know, it's like. It really gets the pent up energy like out of you. Yeah. Um, and so I think that is that is like my great like therapy. Yeah. Same. What words of inspiration do you have for your children? <laughs> wow. Have fun. Enjoy it. Um, this is what they've been working toward, and uh, we just uh, we just hope that they continue to to enjoy the journey. Um, I think I think there's more after this, but they they've got to enjoy it, or it's it's not worth it for us. Agreed. We've been doing it to, as a family, and the journey. You know that comment is it's real. That's what we talk about. Um, we meet on our we have a family meeting on this stuff Saturday mornings, and so we keep it you know kind of focused and centered so that this is the business part, and we have a family too. But we want to make sure that the family is first. And the business, it's real, but the business is not first. The family is. That's beautiful. Family first. That's the uh, message. We talked about the foundation that you've given them. And it really shows, not just in their music, but how they represent themselves in interviews and their performance. Um, so you're watching them grow as artists and musicians and they told that story in their interview about how there was music around them all the time in the house, right? Mm -hmm. Leah, music. So where does that come from? I think for, for me, I mean, um, my, my mother made us all pick up an instrument. She said we, you know, we had to play piano. Um, and so I did that for years um, until I quit for sports. Um, but, uh, you know, my, my mom lived with us for years and she was always singing around the house and playing piano and, um, you know, when the kids were small, I always sang to them, I'm not a singer. But just that, just having those melodies around and playing music, I think that was, that was huge for them. Yeah, you know, uh, Annette um, lived and died with us uh, here in Minnesota. And the kids, you know, they, they listened to her. They, she sang in church. That was her thing. Um, and so that's just something they carry. I think um, the idea of being authentic to what they've heard. Yeah, I mean, there's been music in the house. For me, my folks tried. You know, uh, I'd like to play guitar. It didn't stick. So my role is um, more executive producer and coach. Um, she helps them with music, whereas I'm trying to help them all the other places. But... Um, the idea of just being authentic to what they've, what they've known and what they know is that simple. Yeah, I think that it's, 
just that people would know that it's not easy. You know, this is, it's not, it's not your everyday thing that you raise four kids and they happen to play instruments and they happen to be very talented and they happen to work together and you know all of that is a lot it's a lot of work but in maybe areas that you might not think um, just you know just keeping the the family dynamic um, you know healthy uh, that's that's where that's where you put that work in and then having them work together and be respectful of one, one another I mean that's you know that that's what's important you know if we if we were all about, I mean, you want to work towards success, but if we were all about the end, you know, the end result and not the journey, then um, I don't think, I don't think we'd be here. <laughs> Monique, um, there is one element that folks don't know about. Um, you know, it comes together. Um, there's a man named Carl Diemer. He's the group's producer. He's also the videographer. He's also their sound engineer. He was the one who, we met him years ago. I mean, 12, longer than that. Yeah, we met him years ago because the Clouds, he's a producer for Clouds. Um, the young man that died, Zach Zobiak, there's a fundraiser and he had a dropout. He called us one night on Thursday night and said, hey, my son met your, knows your kids from school. You know, we need a, some music. Would you please come down? And sure, sure. And he heard the kids and said, wait a minute. This is something special. I'd like to be a part of this and help your kids grow. Maybe avoid the things that I went through as an artist, trying to become an artist. And so from that moment on, he's been, I mean, the melding of the families, extremely close to families because he's the one that's helped groom them. Um, he, the training for Sonic League, you, know, you got Javita and you got people like Gary Hines, the Sounds of Blackness, you got Geraldine Steele, you got people that have come on and come in and poured into these, you know, into our kids. And, you know, I, I just want to make sure I honor that because um, we wouldn't be here. Michelle mentioned that we wouldn't be here um, for some certain things. They're part of why we wouldn't be here as well. If they weren't, if they weren't part of this, rather, we wouldn't be here either. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. I just want to make sure I mention some of those people, particularly um, Carl, as long as he's been with the kids, he's never, never wavered. He's been there, he was by yesterday. I mean, we, every day, seriously. None above, this is Javita Steele sending you all the love and light that I can. I am so proud of you guys. Congratulations for appearing on the fabulous grandstand at the Minnesota State Fair that you are opening for Boys to Men and Shaka Khan. This is a big deal. And I want you to know that the Twin Cities, we're beside you and behind you, pushing you all the way, expecting nothing but greatness from you. We know that you can do it. We know that you are ready to make it on the world stage. And so here it begins. Keep going, keep growing, and we will keep watching for you all among the stars. Great blessings, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are so excited to open for Shaka Khan and Boys to Men August 27th at the Grandstand at the State Fair. We start at 7 o'clock. Don't miss us. See you there. <laughs>